New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Well, welcome uh, to today's podcast. I'm Ray Moss. I'm one of our pastors at New Vision. It, it really is a joy for us to share each day uh, from from our readings and really giving us a chance to look a little deeper into these passages. What 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 is it that God's teaching us these days? Uh, we're moving closer to celebrating both Good Friday and Easter. New Vision has a, a number of services planned as well as a Good Friday video. So please, please stay informed of all these events and times from our website. You know, Easter has at its heart a resurrection story that that literally changes the world by changing those who trust in his life and his being delivered from the grave. You know, most people don't realize that the Bible contains 10 different stories of people being raised from the dead. Now, none are to compare to the significance and impact of Christ, but yet some of those have lessons for us even today. You know, the, the passage today is from the Old Testament. It's a very obscure incident that happened at the graveside of the prophet Elisha. It's really just two verses. And uh, I'm going to be reading from, uh, from the ESV, 2 Kings 13, verses 20 and 21. So Elisha died, and they buried him. Now bands of Moabites used to invade the land in the spring of the year. And as a man was being buried, behold, a marauding band was seen, and the man was thrown into the grave of Elisha. And as soon as the man touched the bones of Elisha, he revived and stood on his feet. You know, uh, just a quick summary of the prophet Elisha, and that's with an S. If you're like me, you get these mixed up with Elijah. Elijah's with a J, comes before S, so just remember that. Elisha, who's we're talking about today. His name in Hebrews, Elisha's name, means my God is salvation. Now, he was a son of a wealthy landowner, uh, and when called by his predecessor, Elijah, Elijah with a J, because J comes for S, remember that, he said goodbye to his family, sacrificed an ox, and went to live with Elijah to learn from him. Now, Elisha was known as someone who was totally committed to call it, to his calling and serving God. You know, one of the significant themes of Elisha is that before his mentor, Elijah, was taken up in a whirlwind, he asked for a double portion of Elijah's spirit. Now, from all accounts, that's, that's really what happened because we can follow a long list of miracles that Elisha was able to perform for the, for the, really for the glory of God. He, w- he was seen as a, as a wonder worker of the northern kingdom. That's kind of how he was known. In fact, really both Elijah and Elisha, uh, during their prophet days, raised someone from the dead. The double portion was not really wishful thinking on Elisha's part, as we see twice as many miracles were performed by him than his predecessor, Elijah. He cleansed infected water. He multiplied the oil, oil for the widow. A uh, few hundreds of men, uh, he fed a few hundred men with 20 loaves. That sounds familiar, doesn't it? He changed poisoned food into wholesome food. And, uh, you know, being a bald man myself, as Elisha was, my all-time favorite story is his calling up two bears to tear up the 42 boys who were taunting him about his, about his baldness. So I, I use that story quite often. So like most prophets... He had his miracles of correction and blessings. 
Uh, Elisha is seen as one of the great prophets and really is recognized by Judaism, uh, Christianity, and Islam. He, he was a very uh, respected prophet of God. So now uh, Elisha has died. He's laid in a tomb, most likely. Some say a year later, a man was being buried nearby, and these men look up and see the marauding band of Moabites. Not to desecrate the poor dead fellow's body, they quickly throw him in the grave or the tomb of Elisha. Uh, the dead man touches the bones of Elisha, and the dead man, not Elisha now, uh, is revived, and this man stands on his feet. Uh, this this isn't your normal <laughs> this isn't your normal day in the graveyard. Uh, these men would have known who Elisha was, his history, his faithfulness, his spirit that could create miracles. You know, Elisha is indeed a, a picture of Christ, as, as most theologians will testify. He was a man who was faithful to his calling throughout his life. And as, you, as, as unusual as this story is, we can say with great clarity that Elisha continued to make a difference even though he was with the Father in heaven. His life continued to bring life to others. His life was impacting beyond the grave. Again, really a picture of Christ. So, so here's the principle I get from this verse. When my life is surrendered to God, and I'm not talking about trying to mirror Elisha's life. I can't do that. But being faithful with the calling and opportunities given to me. Uh, as the work, uh, Scripture says, the work God has prepared in advance for me. My life can also speak from the grave if I enter into that work. Have you, have, have you not had those in your journey uh, in life that, that did that very thing for you? Maybe it, maybe it was a grandfather or a deacon or a pastor, a neighbor, who's gone on to heaven, but their impact, their faithfulness to, uh, continues to impact your life. You know, it really poses a question. Am I leaving a legacy for those around me? You know, Elisha was faithful in small things, and then God gave him even bigger uh, shoes to fill. And that, that's what Jesus said in Luke 16. He said, one who's faithful in very little is also faithful in much. And the reverse is true. One who is dishonest in a very little is also dishonest in much. It always starts with the small things, being faithful there first. You know, I, I'll forever be impacted by, really, it's a, a famous pastor of a very large church. And I heard him say this one time. He says, if you're too good to pick up a piece of trash while walking into the church, then you may be too good for the bigger things of God. You know, our bones may not raise the dead, but we can influence others to Christ with our words and our faithfulness. It's not about making a name for ourselves, but serving others to see Christ. Um, we, you know, we see many resurrection stories in the Bible, but John records our Lord Jesus in chapter 11. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he dies, yet he shall live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. He said, do you believe this? Well, Father in heaven, it's not just our life, but it's those who come behind us. May we indeed wake up to this opportunity to impact those who come behind us. When our earth suit wears out, may our bones still speak. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Hey, thanks again, guys. Hope you can tune in tomorrow. We look forward to a great week of celebration of our resurrected Lord Jesus. Goodbye.
Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.